all of the faces that I know, and it's good to see you all. Um, I was taught a long time ago that the secret to success and happiness was managing expectations. And so I want to start by um, just sort of calling out loud. I know that I'm the third um, speaker and the first two are shoes I could never dream to fill. So please know you have before you a a girl graduate of the University of Wyoming. I have a piano degree, so certainly not um, a physician, not in healthcare delivery directly. Um, my role with the Medical Society started about 15 years ago, and you basically just have someone who's passionate about policy and about healthcare in the state. So with that, um, Mandy, do you wanna show the slides or can you? I can, yeah, I can, I'll pull them up. So while she's doing that, also, if it's really loud, there's like an air show happening above my house. I don't know if you can hear that rumbling or not, but um, it's a little distracting. So if this goes horribly, I'm going to blame that um, on, on my distraction. So um, when Mandy asked me to talk about healthcare in Wyoming, I think um, she did such a good job of helping me understand where you all are coming from and sort of the goal in identifying um, key pieces of the problem or maybe even just defining what the problem might be. And even that alone was a big enough task that, um, you know, hours of conversation later, we, I'm not sure we were any further along than when we started because healthcare is just, um, it is really complicated and it gets a little old to say that because I feel like everyone um, is sympathetic to each individual problem and every industry having really complicated issues. Um, I was really appreciative of being able to join you last week for the education talk, and I have been thinking about the similarities in the policy conversations happening in the state between education and healthcare. And Dickie said something that was really um, important to me, and he said, you know, education is so unique, and they're so complicated because it's the only policy area or industry in which everyone has a very strong opinion, and it's personal, um, and in different ways, everyone's an expert. And as he said that, I thought it really resonated with me. And I thought, you know, healthcare is very similar. Healthcare is incredibly personal. We all have a personal experience in healthcare um, that gives us a, <clears throat> a sense of foundation for setting our own ideas and beliefs about it. It's highly opinionated um, stuff and it's really sensitive stuff. And, you know, you're talking about life and death. Um, and so I guess we can go to the next slide, which I think. You know, it is. It's just, you know, what does what is healthcare in Wyoming? What is healthcare in the United States? It's it's really complicated. Um, in trying to boil down, how do we in eight minutes get set a foundation from which you guys can have a meaningful conversation and we can have a good dialogue? I was trying to explain also the unique set of circumstances within healthcare policy is that there's this intermingling of the capital um, capitalistic free market tenants and government run um, sort of policy, policy changes. And so anytime you're in a policy conversation um, around healthcare, both at the state and federal level, um, I always think about it in the sense of if you were to line up a bunch of dominoes, like you're, when you were little and you push one and they all push over, um, if they're all the same color, you can be very strategic about which domino you wanna push knowing which dominoes are gonna then fall in, in consequence. And in healthcare, it's a little different in that we have very interesting um, interweaving of two colored, sometimes more than two, but two colored dominoes. So 
if you know the free market and the capitalistic tenants were to be a certain color domino and then the government um, the government run or decisions made in a policy setting whether at the state or federal level being a different colored domino each entity can only influence so many pushes of the domino so no matter how um, successful you are maybe on the policy side of pushing dominoes you're going to push maybe five or six and it's going to come to a hard stop because those dominoes are going to run into a different colored domino that might be um, entirely run by the private sector and um, sort of driven by the free market um, so if you want to go to the next slide um, so if we pull back a little bit and just talk about healthcare. Um, whenever, especially right now in this space that Wyoming is, we're talking about, okay, then where do we start? What's the most important? If you were going to get a, a think tank or a group together, which the governor has done recently, um, where should we, what part should we tackle first? And I guess the first step is identifying what those parts are. So if you think about healthcare as a stool and you think of the three legs, those three legs most commonly are defined by access, quality, and then the financial sustainability or cost. Um, and the interesting thing about access and quality is you can't influence one without almost inherently and more often than not negatively impacting the other. So a great example of that, um, it's becoming more and more commonly accepted in healthcare that um, this notion that volume drives quality. So, um, back to the heart surgeon example, a heart surgeon who does a thousand of the same procedure, you're likely going to be safer in that surgeon's hands than a surgeon who's maybe done 10. Um, and we can all understand sort of the, the basic common sense of that. So when you talk about access and quality in Wyoming, if we were to talk about access and let's just speak to maybe specialty care or procedural care and not so much primary care, um, access would mean having that heart surgeon in every Wyoming community. That's what, you know, if we were to sort of broadly define access, that's how people would say, yep, I have good access because I have within X number of minutes um, access to um, a particular specialty or a person who can do that procedure that's life-saving or whatever else. Um, but then when you juxtapose that with quality, you realize if volume drives quality and Wyoming has a finite sort of population pool in terms of who is going to be in the care of that specialist, um, that really, when you talk about quality, I think leads you to a very controversial tenet of regionalization of care, right? Is it good for Wyoming? Is it good for patients to have a heart surgeon in every community? Or are we really better served in the state by having a few heart surgeons do more volume and be in regional locations? And as you can imagine, um, the politics of that is really sticky. Um, and it's, it's hard to swallow. Um, I loved hearing the opening for today's session in um, the difference between technical and adaptive challenges. I think you're talking about, you know, the technical piece of the heart surgery is just that. Um, the adaptive piece is if it is true that we're better served by some of these higher level specialists being regionalized, you have to change the opinions and the hearts of people in these communities to believe that they are equally well served by someone, um, even if that person isn't in their community. Um, and all, both of those rest on this very um, interesting and, uh-oh, did you go away? 
I lost, oh, sorry, I lost you for a second. Um, anyway, um, all on cost, right? And so um, I guess that leads me to my next question or my next piece. And that is that, you know, during COVID, as you all know, the governor set up five task forces, each sort of charged with different aspects of the state's response to this pandemic. One of those was obviously healthcare. I was very honored to be invited to participate in that one. Um, the governor has decided that um, we still have a role to play in response to the pandemic, but we maybe have a bigger role that's ongoing, um, separate and, and potentially partially outside of the pandemic that's just really tackling healthcare. He campaigned on wanting to dive in and get to the meat of healthcare in the state, and he continues to really want to do that. And so one goal um, that he has charged this task force with is to uncover the unexplored opportunities that can lower the cost of healthcare in Wyoming. And as you might imagine, that's a pretty, you know, when you look at the people that he's invited to the table, it's a, it's a great group that most days I don't feel like I have the, the um, <laughs> I have what it takes to be at that table, but I, I appreciate being involved um, with very different opinions. So if you talk about cost, um, a great example of sort of the, even within healthcare and coming to agreement between us, physicians might tell you that physician-owned medical devices is good for the state because the competition in a free market sense would drive down cost. Um, and a hospital might tell you, no, that's not true. Allowing physicians to own all of their own medical devices does really little more than increase utilization, which increases the overall GDP of the healthcare spend. And it's really better if we as a state would focus more on having our community hospitals own those devices, not have physicians refer in and out, you know, if it were imaging an MRI, for example. Um, and both are, both are accurate, both are true. Um, if, you look at the, if you look at a community in Wyoming in which you have you know, five MRIs, which we do have one, um, many of which are owned by physicians, a patient's out-of-pocket cost that they might spend in, those, in that community might be less if they're a savvy shopper or consumer of the care. Um, but that same community has some of the highest utilization of that imaging or that service. And so you can see that even talking about cost, um, how do you want to define cost? Do you want to talk about cost to the consumer or do you want to talk about the overall cost of healthcare to the state um, and the willingness of our communities to subsidize in a, set, in a sense some of that care? So I'm cheating a little um, and I'm looking to all of you to sort of help me um, look at this differently. So far the governor has convened an incredible group of people who have been living in the weeds of this Sometimes I feel like I'm even like not even in the weeds, I'm like in the dirt, in the roots of the weeds um, of this issue. And so as part, all of you being participants in healthcare, um, when you look at the same, when you look at this same set of problems um, and you think about uncovering the unexplored opportunities in the state, um, what does that look like to you? Um, no answer is wrong, controversial answers are even better. Um, so I think that's it. And then Mandy, I might kick it to you because I know you had more 